Comedians, the podcast where I, Steve Healy, find out about different places around the world through the eyes of the most observant creatures of all, comedians. Today, we're in Tokyo with Alex Camp. Alex is an English comedian who lived in Tokyo for four years and got very involved in the comedy scene there. We talked to Alex about convenience stores, robots, and constant music amongst lots and lots and lots of different things. You're going to love it. So let's just jump straight in. Come on, everybody. This is Tokyo. It is difficult being a Western man in Asia because uh, people misunderstand your reasons for being here. Like, uh, for example, a girl came up to me in a club here in Tokyo, Japan. She was like, I know your type. You're nothing but a sex tourist. I was like, hey, whoa, slow down. Me? Sex tourist? You've got me all wrong. I live here. (laughs) If anything, I'm a sex resident. (laughs) Get the terminology right, okay? Got my sex residence card. I pay my sex taxes. Got a beautiful two-bedroom sex dungeon in the city. You should see it. It's divine. In fact, I'm a sex pat. What's going on, Steve? How's it going? I'm very good. How are you? Oh, man, I'm fantastic. And where are you right now? Right now, I am in the glamorous, golden paved streets of South Woodford. Wow. Um, looking out on a nice palette of, uh, yeah, a nice palette of grey. Coincidentally, me and Alex gig together last night. Bumping into each other on the scene. I know. For our listeners, Alex, can you tell us... Who are you, comedy-wise? Who am I, comedy-wise? Okay, uh, I'm a comedian. I stand on the stage, I tell jokes, that much I can tell you. Um, I was living in Japan for for a long time. I was living in Tokyo. I've just moved back to London. Why were you there? Why were you in Tokyo? Oh, Steve, well, you know, why not? That's the question. Why weren't you in Tokyo? That's what I want to know. Very good question. Why wasn't everyone there? I'm from the UK. I, I lived in, I'm from Oxfordshire and I lived in Brighton for a long time. But, you know, you just got, I don't know about you, you just got to get out sometimes. Yeah. England got a bit too much for me, man. So uh, I had to get out. I had to get as far away as possible without uh, resorting to Australia. (laughs) Uh, No offense to you or any Australian people. How long did you live in Tokyo for? I was there for four years. It was actually four years to the day today that I I landed there. You were running comedy nights out there, right? I was. Like, there's a, a group called Stand Up Tokyo. You know, that was already going when I got out there. I got involved and the scene started to grow because of a few people who were doing stuff there. And and then I ended up like kind of taking the helm of like some of the gigs that were being run. I started a few of my own shows. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool scene. When I think of Tokyo, there's obviously loads of cliches that pop into my head, like sushi, karaoke, lost in translation, sleazy kind of love hotels Mm -hmm. and robots. Are those cliches based in fact? Yeah, you got it, man. That's it. That's all. That's all there is to it. Don't don't sweat it. There's no more to it than that. You know, it's one of those things, man. I feel like stereotypes uh, are, are an interesting double-edged sword. You know, or, or, or whether we call it stereotypes, like things that you think about, uh, instant cliches, like you've called them. You, they're they're, uh, they're they're reductive. Uh, it, obviously, there's so much more to Japan and to Tokyo than that. But those things are definitely there, and they were a big part of my. Uh, life in Tokyo and a lot of people's lives in Tokyo. So, you know, to, to, to think that they're not real 
I mean, I don't know about the robots. I saw a documentary or something. I don't even know if it was a documentary or like some some Facebook thing about some robot restaurant. Oh, yeah, man. The robot restaurant. So that is a thing. Oh, yeah. The robot restaurant's the number one tourist trap in Shinjuku, bro. It's not a restaurant, though. It's a show. It's like a floor show. It's like something out of Vegas. It's oh, like a twisted okay. like nightmare escape from L.A., um, like post-apocalyptic, yet cutesy poo, kawaii, uh, crazy nightmare. The robots are not like, (laughs) we're not talking T-1000 here. We're not talking even the quality of like those robots that they build in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Uh, We're talking about a big, like, it's like a car. It's like a digger with a load of uh, plastic stuff stuck on it that looks kind of like a dinosaur and loads of dancers. The dancers are actually um, awesome. They're really beautiful and they dance a lot. That's what dancers do. I've been twice. It's great. The best thing about Tokyo, one thing. What a lot of people probably don't realize, and, and uh, you know, there's many things people don't realize about it, but the best thing is the convenience stores, man. I know this sounds really boring, but when you go there, you realize, like, obviously everywhere has convenience stores, right? Like they have, for example, they have yeah, 7-Eleven yeah, there. You, yeah, most places. Yeah, you can find a 7-Eleven yeah. in most other countries outside of the UK. But usually a 7-Eleven in the States or Australia, would just it's just milkshakes and and chocolate bars and that's it really but like a japanese convenience store has everything there you can do everything there like you pay your bills there you got like booze and cigarettes and uh you can buy clothes in the community you can buy like a spare shirt and pants and socks like if you end up i don't know out till seven in the morning and you saw yourself and you need to go to work like you can get those things you can get the council to come and pick up your old fridge uh there's every you've got fried chicken octopus salad like i don't know there's sandwiches with fruit inside they're amazing when you're when you're there and you don't speak japanese and you if you're too shy to like go to a restaurant or to try and get into this tourist attraction because you don't want to have the language barrier you just go to the convenience store everyone i know who visits ends up eating like at least two meals a day from the convenience store and they're actually good what's the maddest thing about tokyo it's pretty mad in every way. Like when you get there for the first time, there's nothing that isn't insane. Like I think the constant music is is, is the first thing that you really tweak out about. There, there's a constant like uh, hi- hyper upbeat music, like J-pop, BP, blippy kind of happy music always going. Um, and the trains have a different melody every time the train stops. There's a different melody plays, and there's constantly this kind of music going in the background. None of it's good. <laughs> it's not like you've got good radio hits coming on, right? This is Alex. This is Tokyo, and this is Around the World in 80 Comedians. It's also our last show of the year. So I'd like to say thank you to everybody who supported the podcast over the last year. Thank you to all the people who've given us some money. If you would like to throw some money my way, maybe for Christmas, it would be a very nice thing to do. You can do that on Ko-fi. Just go on to ko-fi.com forward slash around the world and you can donate £3. I definitely think this episode is worth £3. So even if you've donated before, just give me some more money, please. Please. 
I'll appreciate it forever. Uh, also, if you are in Malta at the moment, I'm in Malta at the moment, I am going to be in the new Comedy Night sketch show. We kick off on Boxing Day. Tickets are selling fast. So, um, yeah, come see me. If you enjoy topical sketch comedy, come see that. Uh, we, like I say, kick off on Boxing Day. And we're going to be doing shows until January, I think, the 12th. And um, and that's really it. Okay, let's get back into it. Ladies and gents, this is Alex Camp. What one thing would a visitor to Tokyo or Japan not really know? I think the only thing I can think of is just how backwards a country it is. You know, all this technology that came from Japan, we just think it's yeah. this like super advanced country. Like you said, robots, right? There's some truth to that. But the, the truth is when you get there, they don't take credit cards anywhere. It's all, all based on cash. The mobile phones are, are ridiculously expensive. And like, and it's the same with like socially. Like people, you know, people fucking secretly hate you because you're foreign. Uh, not everybody, only some people. I mean, if you're visiting, it's not so bad. But like, if you live there as a foreigner, you are just constantly drowning in like paperwork and <laughs> ways to that seems to like just keep you confused, so you never quite settle in. Now, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you me one reason why anyone listening should visit Tokyo, and another reason why anyone listening should not visit. So let's start with why should anyone visit? Go. Well, you should visit because. Uh, you want to see first. You want to see the beautiful countryside uh, outside of Tokyo. That's wonderful, and and visit an onsen. Onsen's beautiful. It's like a hot spring with a hotel. It's really great, and and you, I think British people, especially and Americans, should experience how like you gather with like a hundred thousand Japanese people, and they can be less noisy than like eight British teenagers. Wow, it, it's okay. a miracle. It's a miracle. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> lovely. And what about why should somebody not visit? Why should they give Tokyo a miss? Um, I think you should not visit if uh, you're a woman and you expect to be treated as an equal. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah, no, it's 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 kind of a sexist country. I, I don't know. I don't mean that so much as uh, I I think anyone who I know female who's visited has had a great time, but living there, I think it, that that's when it becomes difficulty. I don't have any reason why people should not go. I don't think like if you really want a legitimate reason why people shouldn't go, uh, I think if you if you're a dick and you don't care about other people, you should not go. Yeah, we should go anywhere, should you? Just you, stay at home. You'll, you shouldn't go anywhere. You should stay where you are. And you shouldn't even go to where you are because those people don't deserve you either. <laughs> Quick fire round. One to ten. How expensive is Tokyo? Ten being mega expensive, one being super cheap. I'm going to say seven. It's not as expensive as people make out, but it's still pricey. Okay. How boring? One to ten. Two. Like, it's it's exciting. How dangerous? One to ten. C- can we say zero? Is there a zero on this scale? <laughs> Really? Really? It's not, you don't think it's dangerous at all? I mean, I can't think of any, like, in terms of safety from other people um, and, uh, or animals, you know, like, then it's a one. But I think if you go to Tokyo as a foreigner, especially, especially if you've not been to Asia before, or if you're, you're not that experienced traveling, you're, you're just a danger to yourself more than anything else. Like, so there you could be up to a five but 
it's just i've never right. seen any trouble no fights no whatever like it's it's so safe how fun is it one to ten um nine <laughs> it's really fun okay brilliant what's more likely that i will get mugged or that i will get an std uh there's 100 std okay thank you very much i have a friend who worked in sexual health she was actually working in like prevention of aids and stuff like that and she was out there for a while in japan where she actually does comedy her name's hager she's based out in in amsterdam um if anyone knows her uh she yeah she, she was working in that and she couldn't get a job because they just don't believe that they've got a problem with stis um but you're just so unlikely to get mugged that it has to be std but always wrap up people thank you very much should i go on my own with my partner or with my mates you gotta go on your own because like the way i see it is this i mean bear in mind i'm single here so i am slightly biased but you if you go with your partner you're gonna have a lovely time it's very romantic it's very lots of great things to do but you're you're she or he whoever it is might find you might kind of limit you from doing some of the more exciting naughty crazy things that you could get into because there's so much freedom gotcha. in just be, being a, a foreigner and just being on vacation in Japan that you can't, you're holding yourself back by bringing a partner. But with your friends, you're going to end up like a group of idiots and you'll, you'll just be so conspicuous uh, and you, you'll end up just talking to each other and you won't get out and experience it. So I think going on your own, you make some random friends, go and get drunk and meet people and have fun and visit places on your own i don't know if this is likely at all in tokyo but you can tell me what's more likely that i have to pay a bribe to a police person or that i'll have a drunk taxi driver uh yeah you're i think you're right there like i i don't think i can give you i can't even give you an answer on that <laughs> i don't yeah like i think if you if you go to that because there's other countries in asia asia where you can bribe police uh if you go to japan thinking it's like that and like oh yeah i'll, I'll do some drugs and i'll be nuts and i'll and then i'll just bribe the police officer when it happens they will not take your bribe japanese people do not work like that that is not the way that it's done uh and your taxi i think though let's find a workaround here drunk taxi driver no okay i very much doubt that uh unless they're drunk from the night before but they will be very sleep deprived and i mean essentially that works roughly the same way is that cliche true that you sometimes see like business people just asleep in the street because they've just been working so hard? So true. What the, the, the priority is being at work and being dedicated to your work. That, that's the priority. So it's getting in early and leaving late. That's considered to be, um, you're considered to see, be seen as being more conscientious if you do that. And also at the end of work, if the boss says we're going for a drinking party, like a, a nomikai, they're called, then you've got to go and you've got to stay there pouring drinks for your boss until your boss decides it's time to go home and then you're free to go. So that's where the absolute hammeredness comes from. And yeah, so that's where you end up with people drunk, like passed out in the street. And then they go to work the next morning, they buy their fresh shirt from the Kambini and they have a little towel down and they'll go to work in the morning. I mean, that's not everybody, but there are a few people who do that and you'll see them passed out. If you were to come up with a slogan for Tokyo, what would your slogan be? I don't know. Ramen sake porn. There you go. Brilliant. Perfect. Three tips to anyone traveling anywhere in the world. Go. Uh, wet wipes. Check the airport and check that you're not like five minutes past midnight the next day 
because I, I couldn't tell you how many people I know who've gone to the airport the wrong day. Okay, three amazing tips. Thank you very much. And finally, if anyone would like to follow you uh, or if you've got anything to plug, um, the floor is yours. Yeah, I don't have anything specific to plug right now, but I do. I recently put a bunch of clips that I recorded, um, filmed in Tokyo on my YouTube and uh, some of my Instagram. So my Instagram's at campstagram1, camp, C-A-M-P, stagram, like it is an Instagram one. And uh, my Facebook is Alex Camp. Uh, If you just search Alex Camp, you'll find me. Alex, thank you very much. Thank you, Steve. That was great. Awesome talking to you. That was Alex. That was Tokyo. And that was our show. That was also 2019. I know. Thank you to everybody who's been supporting this podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Please tell your friends. um, Give us a good review. Uh, I mean... Don't give us a bad review. You listen to the end. You obviously liked something, right? So give us a good review. If you want to give us some more money on Kofi, that would be great as well. But if not, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you. I'd appreciate you more if you gave us some money. But I appreciate you still. I hope you have a really good Christmas and uh, and a happy new year. And around the world, and eighty comedians will be back in twenty twenty. Till then, bye. Around the World in 80 Comedians is presented and produced by Steve Healy. Music used is Blue Scar and Bushwick Tarantella Loop by Kevin McLeod in Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Around the World in 80 Comedians is a Revolt production.